2: the Masculine Journey starts here, now.
3: Welcome to the boot camp post, or post boot camp, edition of Masculine Journey. Welcome guys, it's great to be here, isn't it? It is good to be back. Yeah,
0: um, I'm still tired. I Yes, <laughs> I mean, every day about 2 o'clock I just go, oh. <laughs> but it's and, a good tired. Yeah, it is a good tired.
3: Yeah, one, one of the things, uh, a lot of times people ask us, where do we get our topics? You know, and I think most of the time we could really just use the church answer, which is always... Jesus. Jesus, that's right. (laughs) Exactly. You know, the Sunday school answer always applies, but, you know, where we get them from is really just a variety of places. You know, the the one that we're using this week, actually, I kind of threw in the ring and we all take turns throwing a, a topic in the ring, but it came from... A song about, of all things, the closing of a drinking establishment at the end of the, the show, right? At the end of the night. And so it, I was just uh, at home. I love to have music on. And I just said, hey, you know, Alexa, play soft rock. You know, and this song came on at one point, And then I heard it again in an episode of the, the Office. And then Darren was quoting it a little bit over the weekend. <laughs> yeah, I didn't, didn't realize, realize that
0: I was. But, you know, every night at boot camp, the team gets together, Kind of as things are winding down to pray and and to uh, just laugh together and celebrate the day, quite frankly. I would say that's probably the thing that we do more than anything is just celebrate the day. And, you know, eventually you're worn out. I mean, we, we all probably get about three hours of sleep a night at a boot camp, and that starts on Wednesday for us. And so... Um, You know, I found myself saying, Look, guys, you don't got to go home. You just got to get out of this cabin, you know, <laughs> you so we can go here. to sleep. That's right. So. It's a,
3: maybe it's partly his fault. You know, <laughs> I was thinking of the song because that's one of the lines from the song where it says, You know, you, you don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. But the, but the part that always kind of stood out to me of the song Closing Time from Simsonic, I think is the name <laughs> of the, the group, um, was this one little sentence in the middle and at the very end that they sum it up with because it didn't seem to fully fit. With the song and, and the the lyric, and we'll hear it at the uh, um, the bump in as we come back mm-hmm. in. You'll hear just this, this little bit, but it's the the words are, uh, every new beginning comes from some other beginning's end. You know, and I thought, well, that that's something to think about. Huh. You know, and the more I thought about it, the more I I thought, yeah, that's really true. Sometimes for something new to start, something else has to go away. Right, mm-hmm. and, and so. You know, I threw it out to the group, and we've been talking about We've got some clips. We've got some stories we want to share as we go through it. And uh, some scripture. That's always good on a a (laughs) Christian radio show to throw some scripture there, too, which we plan on doing. But, um, you know, for me, it's it's sometimes we, we mourn so much over what was lost that we could potentially lose the opportunity for the new beginning. And so I want to go ahead and go to a clip. And, Andy, would you mind setting up the clip?
4: Yeah, I just want to make the comment. I didn't know Alexa was so uh, inspirational, so I'll have to watch out for that. Yeah, there you go. I got, I got Google, so I'll have to see if that works for me. So, yeah, on this clip, um, I haven't seen the movie, but I, I found this clip, and I thought it was pretty good. Uh, it's from Up in the Air. Um, Ryan Bingham, it's a George Clooney character, is a HR consultant, and they're going around and doing, let people go and all this downsizing culture that we saw back in the mid-2000s. And uh, he's working on his frequent flyer miles, and his company tries to take him off the road and do everything by video conferencing. Does that sound appropriate now, fire by video <laughs> conferencing? This is over Zoom, right? So uh, it's just uh, he takes out his boss with him on one of these road trips, and, sh- and he's trying to convince him that, hey, I really need to be there because I do this in a proper way. You know, you're ending somebody's employment. So this is the clip.
3: Okay, and so we pick it up, he's letting somebody go. Right. And there's three people there. It's it's George Cooney's character, the person who's being let go, and who's the third person? I
4: think it's his his boss. Okay. Yeah. All right, well, we'll go ahead
1: and listen to it. What do you suggest I tell them?
2: Perhaps you're underestimating the positive effect that your career transition can have on your children.
1: The positive effect? Make about 90 grand a year now. Unemployment is what, 250 bucks a week? Is that one of your positive effects? Well, we'll get to be cozier, because I'm not gonna be able to pay my mortgage on my house, so maybe we can move into a nice one-bedroom apartment somewhere. And I guess without benefits, I'll be able to hold my daughter as she, you know, suffers from her asthma that I won't be able to afford the medication for.
2: Well, tests have shown that children under moderate trauma have a tendency to apply themselves academically as a method
5: of coping. the children's admiration is important to you? Yeah. Yeah, it was. Well, I doubt they ever admired you, Bob. Hey, aren't you supposed to be consoling me? I'm not a shrink, Bob. I'm a wake-up call. You know why kids love athletes? Oh, because they lingerie models. No, that's why we love athletes. Kids love athletes because they follow their dreams. Well, I can't dunk. No, but you can cook. What are you talking about? Your resume says that you minored in French culinary arts. Most students, they're working the fryer at KFC, but you bus tables at Il Picador to support yourself. And then you get out of college, and you come and you work here. How much did they first pay you to give up on your dream? 27 grand a year. And when were you going to stop and come back and do what makes you happy? I see guys who work at the same company for their entire lives. Guys exactly like you. They clock in, they clock out, and they never have a moment of happiness. You have an opportunity here, Bob. This is a rebirth. Now, if not for you, do it for your children. I was not really
3: expecting that when you sent the clip, you know, and it begins, and you're Mm -hmm. like, wow, this is a really dark. (laughs) Wow. We usually start with a laugh track. <laughs> and, uh, you know, but it, it really kind of sets the tone of what we're talking mm-hmm. about. You know, um, Darren, when you think of this topic of new beginnings and something having to end, where does that take you?
0: Oh, It takes me to the, the places where I've left you know, behind, where I had friends. Um, I've moved a good bit in my life um, as an adult, in business, you know, usually job transfers and things like that. And when I moved to North Carolina, it was a job transfer. Um, and had I not left Nashville, Tennessee, which I loved, loved the church I was at, loved the community of people I was in, everything else. Had I not left that, though, which was hard, I wouldn't be sitting here, you know, with you guys today. Um, I was in the full-time ministry ministry several years ago here, and had I not left as a pulpit minister for a church, lead minister for a church, I don't think I would have ever found my heart, honestly, in this ministry and and in this community of guys, this band of brothers. and And we get to do so much ministry now, and we see the results of it. You know, we just got back from a boot camp. We we got to see guys' hearts come alive again, and uh, we got to see guys open their eyes to the spiritual warfare around them, open their eyes to their calling, hear their new names, what God says about them rather than what, you know, the world says about them, which is you're a loser. We're getting ready to fire you. And so getting to see that on a regular basis, I don't think I would have gotten that had I... Stayed as a lead minister of a church. Um, I sure didn't have it much then. I mean, there there were good good times, and I got to see people come to Christ and that sort of thing. But but I I did not get to see the kind of thing you know that we see here, which is all of that and more. You know, it is seeing guys come to Christ and and more getting their hearts back, saving their marriages.
3: Yeah, and I think that. I've never been a, a, a pastor you know, at a church, but I would think that um, there's a big difference in what people are willing to probably tell you now, right, in, in the ministry, oh, how yeah. you do it, versus, oh, I can't tell the pastor that.
0: Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, they can really be authentic and be themselves. The only time I ever heard anything then was once it was either a crisis or somebody was mad because the thermostat was wrong. You know, I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah. it was basically it. it and I, I'm exaggerating. I, there was lots of blessings, too. Um, but most of the time people wouldn't let me into their life authentically as the, as the pastor. And, uh, and furthermore, I didn't really know whether I could trust them in mine, right? which is an even scarier thought. Um, but now I have nothing to lose. Nobody can fire me. They can't say you can't preach here anymore because I don't. Mm-hmm. And, and so I can say anything I want that's biblical and righteous and lay my head on the pillow at night and feel good about it. Yeah.
3: So, Jim, for you, as we talk about this topic, what's, what's something that God laid on your heart about new beginnings, you know, and something coming to an end first?
6: Well, um, change is scary. Always is. It doesn't matter if it's the loss of a job, the death of a marriage, or moving into a new house. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, uh, is, it's the unknown that's the uh, part that you stumble with. But that's also a part that expands you. That's the part that stretches you. You know, everything that we have to do in this life, you know, God is, you know, basically preordained, and he knew you were going to go through it, right? And all too often, when these major changes take place, brings in turmoil, brings in heartache. But those things you can use to minister others, like we do at the boot camp. You know, part part of the boot camp for us is to share our stories and, and let the guys know in the in the seats that, yeah, we're screwed up too, but we're here. <laughs> and so we can share those stories. We can share the victories afterwards because with every new beginning, there's always triumphs that happen along the way.
3: Yeah. Yeah, it's, it, it's amazing. I was thinking about just all the different things in, in my life that for a season that I, I mourned, and then when look, looking back, when you have clarity, you can say, wow, if, if that was still the way it was then, if that didn't come to an end, there's no way I could have been emotionally available, physically available, whatever it may be for the new, new beginning to happen. <coughs> you know, one of the things that I told you guys, it's, it's uh, I, I had somebody I'd walked in this message with when I lived in Indiana, um, you know, we met every week, we we're good friends, best friends. We, we talked about our past. We talked about a lot of things. I moved to North Carolina. He moved down not long after that. You know, and so we kind of stayed that close. And then all of a sudden, you know, one day he's gone and he moves back to Indiana and I don't hear from him again. Oh. You know, and I'm pretty devastated because we were like really close and it was a pretty traumatic thing for me. Well, I'm telling you, not more than about three weeks later, I get an email from somebody named Darren that says, Hey, I got your name off of a, uh, the, or the Ransom Heart website. Would you like to talk about boot camps? You know, and, and I'm in a much deeper group here, you know, deeper with, with, with Darren, obviously, than I was with, with the guy at the time. You know, he knows more, knows more of my story. You guys know more about me, and I truly have a community. And I wouldn't have that if the old thing had not ended. And so when we come back, we're going to talk more about it. We're going to have some scripture. We'll have a boot camp coming up sometime this fall. Is what we're shooting for, we don't have a date yet. But we will have something coming up in the next few weeks, so we'll let you know about that. And you don't want to miss it. It was an amazing time this last weekend. But go to masculinejourney.org to download past podcasts and look for any new updates.
2: Our friends at MyPillow have changed over production to make masks for hospitals, but they still have plenty of products. So right now, Truth listeners can buy one, get one free on most products. Pillows, Giza, bedsheets, towels, even neck pillows. If you get two of those, you'll be neck and neck. (laughs) Go to the radio listeners page and use the promo code CARGUY. Call 800-943-7096. Order Mike Lindell's book and get free shipping plus a $25 gift card for your next purchase. Use the promo code CARGUY at
3: MyPillow.com.
0: Now what do we do? Just be yourselves. Where are you going? I'm going to pick a fight. If it feels like every day is picking a fight, then you might I want to come listen to The Masculine Journey and find out why we use clips like these to illustrate the story God is telling in the lives of men today. The truth is God designed you to pick a fight, but which fights do we pick? We'll grab your gear and come on a quest every Saturday at
2: noon. And now The Masculine Journey After our
3: it's probably our shortest bump in we've ever used just the way you like it Sam <laughs> yeah it is you know it's, it's not like oh this must be Robbie's <laughs> you know one of the things that was really cool for me at this boot camp that we really never experienced was a lot of the attendees had actually listened to the podcast you know before we would get a, a few here and a few there but i think pretty much most of them all came from the pod you know listening to the podcast
2: yeah it's it's it was People from South Carolina, Virginia, Ohio, all over the place. It was pretty cool.
3: Yeah, you know, it was kind of funny because we would st- say something and they already knew a lot of our stories because they'd been listening to us. And so mm-hmm. it was it was pretty fun, you know, it was like uh, meeting old friends you didn't know you had, Right. which, was, mm-hmm. which is the way I would describe it because, you know, you would talk to them and it was able to make good connections pretty quickly, you know, because they had been listening to us for a while. so. I encourage you you know when we do announce the next boot camp to please come it was such an amazing time uh god god did some amazing things for i, I think everybody there you know we, we got some great testimonials from the guys uh which we'll be playing in the upcoming weeks um and did some stuff for us as, as a group
2: then there was the baptism right oh yeah of absolutely rodney's son right there i mean rodney that was just like beyond cool I've never seen a dad baptize his son before. That was cool.
1: Me either. (laughs) So, yeah, it was just one of those things that my son came to Christ a couple years ago. Uh, He lives in Charlotte. I'm in Winston. And so we're not together all the time. He's at school and he's even got a job over the summer down there. So it's been great for him. And we had talked a couple months ago, probably before the last boot camp was scheduled. And he was like, Dad, would you baptize me? And I'm just like, uh, well, yeah, of course I'd love to, but do you, you want me to, or, you know,
2: does that are, make it official?
1: You know, I'm like, do you do you not want to do this, you know, with with other, you know, legalistic things coming into my head? And right, I right. Like, I know I yeah. would feel
2: exactly the same. Like, is it official if, you know, right. you... Although yeah. I do
1: think you missed an
3: opportunity to say, this is my son of whom I'm well pleased. Yes, <laughs> right. But yeah, yeah. I, you you, yeah, you
2: definitely are. You definitely are authorized.
1: Yeah. yeah. And I know. And that's one of the things I love. From listening to uh, the Robertson's, you know, Unashamed podcast, too. They, you know, did, they do it all the time and have been doing it. And some are ordained and some are not, you know. And they're and, duck
2: hunters and exactly. you're a deer hunter. Don't
1: we? Yeah. <laughs> and it was just great. So we, we came to the camp and we're like, okay. Well, because I said, well, if, if we don't do it beforehand, we'll do it at camp. And then we were able to close the camp with, you know, probably one of the greatest things that'll ever happen to me. Yeah. It was pretty awesome to watch. Yeah. You know, and thank you cool. guys for sending the
3: videos. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was great. Could have done without seeing you in the bathing suit, but that's just me. <laughs> <first. Yeah. laughs> you got to take the bad with can, the good. Can you wear boxers next time? <laughs> <You do that>. <laughs> Speedos. <laughs> Sorry. We're just having some fun with her brother. Uh, it, was an, it was an amazing thing. And in the, in the video It was really pretty cool to watch, uh, be able to do that with him. And, uh, Which, by the way, I should tell you that it actually inspired our office manager here at the Truth Network that
2: her grandson, you know, was really wanting to be baptized, but didn't want to do it in a church. And he didn't think he was authorized, you know, (laughs) but so it was pretty cool that that she sent him that so that he could see that, yeah, there is a way to get baptized um, without actually being in a church building. Of course, he was very much involved with the church at the point he was being baptized.
3: So back to our topic of new beginnings, right? Coming from something else ending. Uh Andy, would you read the scripture from Ecclesiastes, please?
4: Sure. Um this is a Tree of Life version, which I've started seeing a little bit more, but I like this uh this version. For everything there is a season, a time for every activity under heaven.
3: Yeah, you know, everything's going to have a beginning, everything's going to have an end. It's going to come around. You know, for the older people, like Harold was telling us about a song from the from the birds, which we know the song. It's, uh, it's, it's birds one three. <laughs> it's birds one three. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the season turn turn turn. Right? everything has a season. Yeah, you'll find that in the unabridged version of something or other. The, uh, yeah, yeah, the additional books uh, somewhere there. Yeah, it's in the apocryphal. yeah. <laughs> apocryphal. I couldn't think of the word. Thank you. Yeah, it's an apocryphal. But, yeah, uh, Darren, what about the Scripture you were talking about that really kind of spoke to your heart
0: from this topic? Well, as I was thinking about it, Philippians 2, 5 came up. I mean, lots of things. I mean, Noah's flood. You know, I mean, the flood comes up. There's, there's lots of new beginnings in Scripture. and But talking about a new beginning and a change of geography and all of those things, the best one that I could think of was actually Philippians 2, 5, you know, through 8, 9, 10 – Therefore, God has highly exalted him and bestowed on him the name that is above every name. And so here we have the best example of, you know, our Savior. He's, he's in this intimate, wonderful community of the Godhead in, in the geography of heaven. And he leaves that and he comes to a much more lowly place. Um, But it's to our benefit that that he does. And ultimately, it's even to his benefit because he got to rescue that which he was trying to rescue. Mm
4: -hmm.
0: And if he doesn't make that change, if he doesn't do that, if he doesn't end one season, um, to quote Ecclesiastes, then a new season cannot begin. And Mm -hmm. so I just that was kind of where my mind went immediately, that Jesus is the penultimate model of this thought process
3: yeah and as you go back through the the old testament you know um abram to become abraham and to step into what he was called had to end the season of where he was and go into a new land your know, god was constantly calling people from one to in one thing and go into a new adventure you know it seemed like every time he changed by his name they had to go and do something different <laughs> you know? they had to go to a new place and start a new mm-hmm. beginning and so, you know, Robbie, that Same was... Same thing with The Office. Like, in order to get to season six, you <laughs> yeah, that's true, that's true. have to finish
2: season five.
3: <laughs> <laughs> that, that's true. You have, you have to. You have to get to the end of it. So, growing up... Uh, yeah. Are you ready? Yeah. Okay.
4: Growing, growing so, up... <laughs> is that Robbie 5 one?
2: This is kind of... Well, As as yeah, growing up, my your, father... Guess. Was transferred just sometimes regularly about every eighteen months. So it was really clearly we really never lived any place longer than more than two years and a couple months. In actually, in my life until I was in my forties, and and I was going to mention there's actually there's a backside to this that's not so good. That it actually became a crutch in my life. That I always knew, hey. It's all right, everything's gone <laughs> <laughs> downhill here. I get a new beginning here in a few weeks. You know, it's it's not going to be long, and, you know, I know that teacher didn't like me, but the next one. <laughs> and, and what actually happened was when I got to sixth grade, um, I failed. And my family was like, oh, well, we're going to move, so you, you can start a new school, and you'll just do the sixth grade again, no problem. And we're going to give you a new name because I got sick of being called... Bruce, because of, you know, sort of gender issues. (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) And uh, I don't know how else to put it. And so I changed my name to Bob Jr. And then I had this Bob Jr. identity for a number of years. And later on in life, you know, I needed to change that again. Because, you know, I would pretty much destroyed the Bob Jr. image. And now I became Robbie, actually, in my 20s. And it became a crutch in my life that I didn't really go deep into relationships because they weren't going to last. And I didn't really apply myself to certain things because it wouldn't really matter because I was going to be gone. And so, as I said, there's, there's two sides to this particular equation. And what's really cool for me is now I've lived in Winston-Salem over 20 years which is the first time that's ever happened in order to do that. Um, I really have friendships way longer than I ever experienced, you know, all sorts of things that actually like sinking roots into this. So there's a balance there somewhere, Sam.
6: Yeah. yeah. See, I'm on the opposite end of that. I'm a creature of habit. God's got to make my life uncomfortable for me to do anything about it.
3: <laughs> yeah. For you to change. Yeah. Now, Robbie, was that part of the witness protection program you were in, or was that, <laughs> was that just your own version of it? You know Yeah, it was like that.
2: <laughs> was Very it? much like it. Change name,
3: change location, you know, everything.
2: It really was. Yeah. And so I'm on my third name and that's you know when i get a new one in heaven so i you know i'm trying these things out
3: <laughs> so when we pre when we had the uh, session on the new name of boot camp you were like uh, i got this one i'm good i've been down this road a couple times i
2: have been i yeah. really have been yeah in fact I'm a bro. you know when i would go other places where people knew me like if oh, i yeah. go back to albuquerque all my friends call me bob jr and if i went back to you know like older places they call me bruce and it is gets really confusing like especially if my family's with me like who are they talking to oh that's me i used to be that now we know
3: why you're schizophrenic man (laughs) that answers so many questions it really does it took us this long to get that out. god's still revealing things to us and it's not even boot camp um so it is we talk about this topic of of, you know, another be- mm-hmm. something coming to an end, yep. a beginning coming into an end, yep. so you can have a new beginning. Where does that kind of take your heart?
4: So when I first thought about that, you know, I've told the story about how God moved me from one job to the other, and life took off because I had been kind of stale in where I was at, and that was a good thing. And I'll talk about that in a minute. But, I, you know, I got to thinking about, too, the new beginnings, it's how you um, process them when I moved down here from Missouri, Missouri, as we were talking on the show before, it was a big change for me. I was a big man on co- campus in that small place we I lived in. I was 9, 10 years old. Came down here, I was a nobody, and that was a difficult adjustment. Now, over time, I've got my best friends. This is home to me, but that was a hard adjustment. But, you know, going back to my career change that really that's when I came into the ministry here, there was a lot of stuff where I had become stale, and also I was in a broken relationship and there was a lot of deadness there and coming back and uh, really allowing God to work through that process. That new beginning in so many areas of my life just opened up to where I got to meet guys like you and participate in a boot camp like this weekend. Oh,
3: well, thank you. i sorry. I was just uh, laughing I see, about I something. See that. <laughs> yeah, We're going to be going to Masculine Journey after hours here in a few minutes. You guys will get it on another podcast. We're going to continue this topic and we're going to talk about new beginnings and uh, go to mascajourney.org to download previous podcasts uh, to look up anything that's coming up uh, new boot camps things of that nature or to reach out to us we all have new emails we'll be posting there soon so you can reach out to anyone on the team we'll see you next week